Sean Capri, and welcome to We The Gamer Cast. It publishes on podcasts and youtube.com slash carpool gaming every single Monday. Patrons get it first. Thank you for telling your mom, for telling your dad, and telling your friends. My goodness gracious, I haven't said a word most of the day. I came downstairs from my bed, and I'm like, I gotta get this episode out. I've gotta get this thing going. Oh, but I feel like crap, you guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I sound off. I'm I'm as surprised as you are. Trust me. I, I the kids and, and Chelsea have been out all day. I I was feeling not so good, and uh, not gonna lie that that hey, I was really pushing through it. I'm a little lightheaded through it. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can tell there is no video. There's no that that's not happening <laughs> today. Oh my goodness gracious. I'm glad you guys are here. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling so conflicted right now because I just want to like go to bed and rest and do whatever the heck is going to be required to get this out of my system. Oh my gosh. Um, but I've got such a great conversation <laughs> waiting for you on this episode with Mark Carabin, one of my longest friends on the internet, fellow Canadian. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. Um, so we're going to get into it in, in just a little bit. I want to update you guys on one thing. I ordered um, just the absolute greatest monitor. Some of you have heard this. I, I've 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 ordered like my prize, my dream monitor from Amazon on Prime Day last week. It's still not here. I'm starting to get my doubts. I think something horrendous has happened. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But I, I'm not gonna lie. When my um, when when I get sick like this, I've got I've got I, everything everything is broken right now with me, you guys. And I'm I, I want I'm actually gonna I'm gonna leave that for maybe another time because I, I don't want to I don't want to poo poo this amazing conversation with with uh, Mark Carabin. You guys have got to hear. But before we do that, I am uplifted by everybody who supports us at Patreon at patreon.com slash carpool gaming, especially our ultimate producers. You know them, Tony Baker from Quest for Pixels at youtube.com slash Quest for Pixels. Dallas Ford, co-host of The Blame Game. You can go to YouTube, you can get the, the link, click on the link and subscribe, get those guys to 100 subs right now. Emily O'Kelly, Trucker Sloth, Jonathan Brown and his new element in my, I'm sorry, his new album in my element on Spotify and Apple Music. Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. Skinny Matt, hosting Carpool Gaming Community Game Nights over at twitch.tv slash Skinny Matt K. And Robbie Bobby Miller at twitch.tv slash Robbie Bobby Miller. All the links are in the show notes. Please support our ultimate producers, our platinum producers, Brendan Myers, Marcus McCracken, Becky Rubin Navarro, and RJ Kern, and all of our gold members, Anna, Argo, Cecily Carroza, Dallas Robbins, Dano, Foolish Fuji, Jose Jimenez, Marcus O'Neill, Mostly Martinez, Nagachaka, The Snack Network, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots. Thank you guys all so much. Holy cow. Uh, there's so much content going on over there. We recorded an episode of uh, the Yumi and Capri podcast with with uh, with Ryan. And of course, Court, you joined us this time and it was a good time. You guys should go check that out. The console war room is up there as well. I was supposed to record sweet hangs with, uh, with Donnie today and it just, it was, it was not happening. So, um, thank you guys so much for all of your support. I'm going to just jump right into it. Mark Carabin, um, who I of, of course met through Bobby Pauls and, um, I have got a special clip at the very end of this episode. I hope you guys will support Mark. You, uh, many of you already do. He's the Canardian on, on Twitter. And as I check this, he just tweeted his 6,666th tweet. That's amazing. He's at the underscore Canardian. You can find him on a co-op mode and a slew of other podcasts. 
us from the Secret Friends Unite Network of Podcasts. So here he is, my good friend, Mark Carabin. Yeah, power things with you. It's late for you, man. I'm sorry for this late night, dude. Yeah, and you okay. got an early it's morning right. tomorrow as well. Uh, hey, you know it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's uh, 11, yeah, 11 p.m. when we started. But uh, I'm I'm awake. I ate uh, a full rack of ribs. Oh um, my gosh! At like 9:30, 9:45, for some reason, because <laughs> I thought that was a good idea. Is that like second dinner? Is that like, or is that just kind getting down of? To it? Yeah. It was like I had a small supper when I like I fed Finn because mm-hmm. we thought like there's a rib fest in town yeah. for the weekend so like I, I made sure Finn was all fed and all that kind of stuff because my wife was out for a bit after work and uh, so I ate like a little bit with Finn but like nothing major because I was kind of waiting for her and just like sitting there like do you want to do, do rib fest yeah, if we don't do it tonight maybe we probably won't do it you know through the weekend because you know I know to the cottage tomorrow I was like Okay, yeah, let's let's do this at like I left the house at like eight, eight thirty and she was getting <laughs> him to bed and, and uh I was like, This is this is gonna be hefty. So I'm kind of happy <laughs> that you delayed this because at ten o'clock like an hour ago, I'm like cleaning rib stuff <laughs> off my face and like yeah. Like it, it's almost like the anchorman, like milk was a bad choice. Like oh ribs were a gosh. bad, like I was feeling mm-hmm. it. Like just mm-hmm. a full, just a, just full rack of, of you know, barbecue smoke. Just ribs. meat sweats for the rest of the They're, evening. <laughs> essentially. So, I mean, I'm a little meat sweaty now, but definitely not like I was an hour ago. <laughs> well, that's good. What a, what a, there's nothing quite like just a big hunk of ribs. Like just like just a bunch of meat. I don't know if that's. <laughs> weird toxic masculinity or whatever but there's something special about it you're just like i'm gonna go to town on this thing like let's just have it who cares that's it yeah if um if you're a, a meativore then yeah. i think that's pretty special we've all kind of been and there yeah i apologize to any vegans or vegetarians that are listening that are just like <laughs> monsters just this uh, terrible you yeah. started with this <laughs> yeah that's you didn't even yeah. like ramp up to it or anything no nah, no nah, just straight into mm-hmm. that stuff yeah I have a, speaking of that, like there's been a couple times where, you know, I don't really seek out like PETA videos or anything like the, what, what is it? People, I don't even know what it's, what PETA actually stands for. Ethical treatment of animals, I believe. Oh, nailed it. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't often like see these videos or anything and, and more often than not, it's like, you know, they have a problem with like Donkey Kong or something and it's like, okay, just enough is enough but i i will admit i saw one video that really made me at least think i still eat meat i had you know we had we had meat tonight um but it was one where it's like it kind of did like a rewind from people serving like bacon and it was like okay before that it was it was packaged up in the fridge and before that you bought it at the grocery store and before that it was blah 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 and it kind of just rewound to like where that came from i'm like huh yeah i guess that i mean obviously you know you right. know like some of it would like, like bacon, bacon is trees right <laughs> exactly well, bacon is a bacon is a mystery bacon is the one that you can fool people for a little while but mm. like chicken you call chicken right right that's pretty obvious <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah that's, and that's... it came to like like with the kids around where i'm like you go have some chicken and like they're very literal especially lincoln he's a very literal kid like i always wonder if that kind of hits them like what are we eating here like what is this what mm. was this 
I think it, like has has he ever met chickens? Because depending on how oh, that yeah. goes, okay, yeah, like like petting zoos and stuff. Like they've definitely been around stuff we've eaten before, right. or even or fish. Yeah, fish too. Yeah, yeah. right. Because like I think it depends on how meeting the animals go. <laughs> like if you can look <laughs> yeah. into the eyes, if like it's if a chicken, and yeah. the chicken's just like an asshat. And yeah. he's like pecking at you or like trying to do something, you know, shenanigans mm-hmm. or something. You're like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn you into nuggets. But if it's like <laughs> a sweet chicken, you're like, you know, I don't want to eat Mr. Buck Buck. Like, this is yeah. not great. And it is weird. You're like, you know, yeah, I don't know, not, man. Yeah, I don't know. We gotta it's, do. I, we gotta yeah. do. I guess that's it. You know, and and uh, you know where it comes from, but like. Sometimes it's nice to have the out of sight, out of, out of mind, but like, oh, big time. appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like I don't mm-hmm. hunt, but I kind of get that. Like that was going to be my next question. The kind of thing, ha- you know, have you ever gone hunting? Have, like, does anybody in your family go hunting or anything like that? No, not really. Yeah. No. We, we are nerds, man. Like we don't, we don't go on the, I was talking to Ryan today and I asked him if he'd ever had a massage and he said that would involve me going outside. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Just go get it. Go outside then. I don't know. <laughs> I don't mind the outside stuff. I've done, you know, like uh, like fishing. Would be, I guess would be the extent of it with my dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but never hunting stuff. But like I've I've like shot guns and bows and arrows and and all that kind of stuff. So I probably could. Yeah. I guess, if I felt like it, you know, yeah. zombie apocalypse style. Like, uh, I, you know, I know where the deer are. Let's go. That was obviously uh, my my train of thought. There like was that. yeah. yeah right. Like, you know, are you, you should I right now? I just you know. I just, yeah. <laughs> Should I come to you in the middle of a zombie apocalypse? Like I'll I'll trek That's, on over. Yeah, whatever. Three thousand <laughs> kilometers across the or country something. during a zombie apocalypse. I think we're okay. Oh my gosh! I don't think people realize like how far apart like we are. We both say we're in Canada, but I don't think people realize like the distance, like the the different like biomes that are between us. It's like it's like first world, first level, and then like last level is is how you cross Canada to get to between us. So driving between eight and ten hours a day. Yeah. A day, yeah, would take me five to seven days to reach you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you might even go into the U.S. for a little bit of that. I think it's actually I mean, shorter. Where you go, yeah. I think the shortest route does cut through the U.S. for a little bit. Have you ever done anything like that? Have you ever gone on like a long road trip? Or are you kind of just oh, yeah. around where you are? Yeah. No, no, yeah. The furthest I've driven. Uh, see, I don't know the the distance wise. Uh, so which one's further? I'm not sure, but uh, I've driven to toronto a couple of times that's a ways um yeah, yeah that's a couple of day trek and mm-hmm. uh, i've driven all down through like the new england states so like all down through the eastern part oh of the that's US. cool um, yeah I've, I've done that one a couple of, i used to I, I used to travel across the country for a job yeah that was uh like i did university recruitment so oh. like travel was just what i did i was i was home for like a weekend to do laundry and then i'd be gone for another like three, four weeks or whatever. Like, like in your twenties, like early twenties or what? Yeah. Yeah. Early twenties. Yeah. Just after I graduated from university, I worked for the same university. So mm-hmm. yeah. Kind of burns you out after four years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's literally just living out of a suitcase and whatever, but I got to see a whole lot of really fun, cool places. That's awesome. Literally like I think every province except maybe one or two in Canada. And like I said, down through all the Eastern States, and uh, just just all over the place. It was it was a cool job. 
did you leave because of the travel or something else came up or like I like there's something very alluring about that in this yeah. moment and especially after the last two years it's like oh that would be awesome but right. it's tough on family for sure like if you have wife and kids and stuff like that's that's, that's pretty tricky and so it was um for the first little while it was really really fun and then like I said you usually get burnt out so most people in that job that I knew lasted a couple years there's pretty high turnover yeah um, so you last you know a year or two or whatever and and that kind of you know or you get the people who are just lifers and that are in it for like the long mm -hmm. haul but either have like super cool significant others or none at all because like you said it is kind of stressful on, on that kind of thing and they're cool until they ain't cool with it anymore <laughs> that's like mm. And you'd so, find I was I was trying to be patient. I thought you'd move on to something by now, but and I'm that's that is kind of how it happened. Like there was another yeah. job in the university that opened up, and I had started dating uh, the, the woman who's now my wife, and and you know it was kind of like, well, I kind of want to be here and hang out with you more often. Yeah, so what's closer? To, oh, look at this! It just opened up in you know, so it, it kind of, everything kind of came together and then mm -hmm. I, I ended up not liking that job, but then I just kind of left the university after that instead of going back to recruitment. So. Would you have moved anywhere else? Like, do you, did you, did you ever vision leaving? Like, obviously you found something that kind of settled yeah. you down, but yeah. Like, would you ever, ever, like you got to discover so much more than most people, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was on the lookout, like actively on the lookout oh, while yeah. I was traveling. Cause when I like, junior high high school especially even some of university because i mean i went to university five minutes from where i grew up so i got to stay yeah. at home and and mm -hmm. save money that way and you know like i didn't have like scholarships or anything so it was nice to have Dude, that me neither you know, stay at home um but it was uh so I, I, yeah i was i was actively looking for for somewhere else to you know just get away i, I need to get out of here was that always yeah. the plan kind of like growing up? Is that a thing? Like, cause I never really know. It seems like a lot of people from out East, like, especially in the time zone that you're talking about, like the, mm -hmm. like oil was just crazy in Alberta. We're just like, I can't even believe we have any land. It's just like a lake of oil. We're just kind of like, <laughs> there's like platforms and stuff that we're just yeah. like balancing on. They used to say if all the Newfies and Cape Bretoners came back from Alberta, the islands would sink. Honestly. Yeah. And, uh, cause yeah, there was a ton of like Fort McMurray when that was in its mm -hmm. heyday kind of thing. Like everyone was just kind of moving out that way. Yeah. And I spent some time out there and, and, uh, you know, that, that kind of aspect of it wasn't really for me. Um, I liked Calgary and Edmonton just fine, but not enough to kind of draw me to the West. If I was going to go West, it would probably end up in BC somewhere. All the I way. loved yeah. Victoria. Um, mm -hmm. Went out there for a bit of recruitment that the uh, Canadian military got me oh. to do. Uh, so I, they, they took me on like a destroyer ship for a day. It was like what? badass as hell. Yeah, really, really. No crazy. way. Oh, that's yeah. Dude, that's two weeks in a row. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Talking to people on boats. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah it was it was a cool experience. So I, I really loved, uh, yeah, Victoria especially. But yeah. also everything's so crazily expensive out there. It's, oh, it's man. wild. So then I, I know. like come home to the East Coast and Cape Breton in, in particular. And it was like, you know, like there's trailers out out west in, in Alberta and stuff that were like, you know, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, like back Seriously. in those days or more. Mm -hmm. And I come home and I, I like the house I'm sitting in. I literally bought for like one thirteen or something like that. Like yeah, it's, like it's not even close. It's the same currency. It's the same. It's obviously Canadian <laughs> currency, but it's just different 
totally different climate and cultures and everything like it really is you can actually get it like did you ever experience sort of like any culture shock you're very adaptable i feel like i don't know if it would really hit you as much as others Uh, big cities culture shock for sure for me uh like toronto is uh really weird or toronto whatever you want to i i sometimes like (laughs) over pronounce it when i'm doing podcasts because i'm so used to talking to americans uh (laughs) now that you say it i don't know how i would say it toronto toronto i don't know no i'm in your head sorry i know uh so yeah that those kind of like big culture shocks um i i quickly realized that like big city life is definitely not for me definitely yeah that's not how i'm built not how i'm paced uh, I also found out that I pretty much need to be near water because anytime I'm not near yeah. water, my skin just dries out and I like. Oh my god, it's disgusting, it's just, dude! It's gross. It's mm-hmm. not good. I am I am part fish. I think it's yeah, uh, yeah. part so fish. Island <laughs> life was not the years. Away from me. <laughs> um, it, so you know, I, I if it, if it wasn't here, I'd probably be in Newfoundland. I, I remember actually applying for a few jobs in Newfoundland and like yeah. trying to kind of move to, uh, to like St. John's or somewhere. Yeah. Um, that was a little bit more city esque, but still kind of like that Island East coast feel kind of thing. Yeah. And I felt really, really comfortable there. Um, but again, anytime I'd go out West, I'd like meet friends from like school. Like I, I, you know, stay with buddies or whatever, or, like have a hotel, but still meet up with, with friends that I knew. So it wasn't really a yeah. like, culture shock that way. So I'd say like big city, um, that kind of stuff, but I always liked it. It was just like, don't want to live here, but I'm going to experience the hell out of this while I'm here. So that like, is it, man. And there's something very special about that. I think is like, there's always like this allure of all these other places. I feel like almost no matter where you're from, unless you're from New York or like San Francisco, like the, or whatever. But then so like, for me, it was kind of going to New York city for the very first time. And I thought like, who wouldn't want to live in New York city? And then I spent a week there. I'm like, I mean, I'm kind of okay. Like not nothing against New York city. I was just like, this is intense, man. And looks so expensive. And you live in a shoebox. Like the realities of life mm-hmm. kind of hit me. I'm like, I can make my living back over here. It's not the greatest, but whatever. But you guys must know that you have it better than everybody else. Like <laughs> I like, that's my retirement plan, man. Like hey, I remember one time hey, I had a, hey. had a rough day at work and me and my boss were like, how much can we go to like New Brunswick or something? Like just like sell our Alberta houses and just like go go over there. Like how much yeah. we could probably pocket some cash and go live out Absolutely. over there. It's Absolutely. it's so much better, dude. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty good. I mean, there's some downsides, some very big downsides, and one just happened a few weeks ago when you sent me a message saying like, "Hey, I just got a what the hell did you get? Like a fifty dollar friggin' flight to Toronto for the the Xbox oh, yeah. thing? Yeah, it was an eighty bucks. Yeah, yeah. And I looked up my flights, and it was like four hundred each way, and yeah. they made sure to slap you in the face at the airport and like punch you. <laughs> uh, I think that was built into the twist ticket price. So it was just gonna twist your nips before you go through <laughs> yeah. the scanner. It was. It's just. Crazy crazy it's yeah. like when you're here you have to stay here or mm-hmm. uh anytime i want to go somewhere i'm like maybe i could steal a boat like how how coastal is this like in new york yeah i could steal a boat let's get just to, go around you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy man it's, how much it's, food uh, we need yeah <laughs> it's wild it is uh it's so it, it can be hard to leave yeah and there's you know so so there, there is some of that isolation bit over here yeah. Um, oh, but yeah. otherwise it is, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. And that's, that's kind of why I settled here. Right. It was like, yeah. I, I've seen everywhere else and back to the, like the culture shock thing. And you mentioned New York, like 
some of the bigger parts of the States, but like, man, the States were so different. I didn't expect mm-hmm. it to be that different. Like growing up, like we, we grew up watching a lot of United States TV and, totally. this and that. But everything was you in New you York. Know it. So it was like, mm-hmm. you, you know, like Ninja Turtles or like Gotham City is like an exaggeration yeah. or whatever. Like, but like Ghostbusters, like everything's in New York. Yeah. And then you get yeah. out there and you're like, hey, here's your chicken and gun or chicken feed and gun store and here's your tire and gun store and here's your bank plus fireworks and it's what the hell country is this we're driving through like new hampshire and it was just like where am i and why is everything just great like i thought it was like the wild west on the east like that it's Mm -hmm. very big culture shock that way yeah i mean it's definitely whenever you think you know something and then you like come into contact with it and you realize like you had no idea like there's there's a good probably half dozen or so things that that come to mind when i think about stuff like that but i didn't know how like on top of each other like the cities were on the east coast like the the 13 colonies or or whatever like i'm like oh that makes sense like they couldn't really have gone all that far. They just went like, well, a couple of miles that way, like new city. Boom. We're going to be right here. I'm like, so as I was taking the train from one time I was in Washington, D.C., and I took the train up to to New York and there's a little bit of space like Virginia and everything was really nice. And all of a sudden it's just like city, city, city. And just what? Like Edmonton and Calgary and Alberta, we're the we're the big cities out here. And there's three hours of nothing in between there's like a little there's a red deer Mm -hmm. (laughs) in between and that is it man i'm used to like highway just like nothing so i was very surprised by that awesome or driving in alberta is awesome it's It's so much straight and it's it's so flat and like man i remember driving you fall asleep uh oh man was it driving from calgary to lethbridge one time and i had this like black chevy impala that I had rented out there for a little bit. And those things can like, it might be like yeah. a bit of a mom car, but like those things can really kick it too, if you mm-hmm. really wanted to. And I just opened that thing up. Cause I was like, Hey, is there any cops <laughs> around? No, I can see three hours ahead Seriously. of me. Seriously. I know. How, are they, how does anybody get caught by these cops? They're just like, <laughs> you can see them <laughs> four, so da- four hours down the road. It's amazing. It's all like twists and turns and mountains here. Like you can't go two feet yeah. without a blind turn. It's like, mm-hmm. I got to lock it in cruise control. And it's like, you know, it's, it's so different driving out there. I loved it. <laughs> That's just it. And these are the things I feel like people just need to see, you know, like mm. just the different, like we talk about biomes and video games and stuff, but like there really are like you go even Calgary, just, I mean, an hour, hour or so West of Calgary and like you're in the mountains, like you are in I was it, just man. Gonna say, that was so when I coming back from that same trip, I took the long way and drove around like the mountains and stuff. It was such a best. beautiful, just like, yeah. S- of just mm-hmm. the, the like the rocky mountains just there and that's something that we don't have out out here like we have you know a few kind of i'll say mountains but they're glorified friggin' hills compared to what's out there <laughs> like it's amazing yeah it's it's yeah. beautiful it's breathtaking see breathtaking now so we got to get you on a fourteen hundred dollar flight and we'll meet up in banff alberta <laughs> we'll do like a ski right. trip or something man that'd be amazing that would actually be really great I, would. I don't know that anybody would be like really into it. Like, do you ski at all? Like, do you any, do anything kind of outdoors? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to ski a ton, um, like back through like high school, even, even university and stuff and haven't in the last few years, but my wife said she wants me to teach her. So I, I got to kind of undo the rust and then teach her how to ski, but I'd love yeah. to get Finn into skiing and stuff too. So, uh, it's good I when think they're in young, the next man. few years, it'd be, that's, that's something I'm going to get back into for how sure. How old is but, he now? How old is Finn? 
he turned two at the end of May. I don't know why I thought he was way older, dude. That's oh, crazy. Yeah. He's just two. Holy cow. Two. That's it. Is it fast for you though? Because it seems like I, I feel like we're so this is we're so far apart, we're living in different like time speeds. That's what <laughs> we've just determined, actually. Like some sort of relativity thing is happening here. My kids are aging faster than yours. How is this possible? It I can't like anytime I see pictures of Lincoln, I think it's so crazy. And He's Ellie so too, but like Lincoln, I think so. And for anyone that's listening and keeping tabs. The last time I think I was on this show was like close. We were coming up, I think on five years. Yeah. So the last time we spoke, I think Lincoln was new. Yeah. I was maybe just married, I think, cause we it's six years. This Holy year. crap. Yeah. So cause you guys I, were doing Disney. Yeah. So I was yeah. just married. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. so that, yeah. So you it's, have an age today. Like, there's the, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have. There, so there, there's like two new kids and a yeah, kid man. that's like grown up. Like Lincoln's just like doing his own thing, has his own interests and stuff. And it's amazing to see anytime you were Chelsea Post. But like, I do see the same thing with Finn. Like he got yeah. a haircut yesterday. And oh, it's off. Oh. Mm-hmm. the two of us like i said she was out after work so i, I sent a, a picture of us chilling on the couch and he's got like his bag full of like goldfish or whatever crackers and, and stuff and, <laughs> like he's just sitting there and he looks he looks like a little boy he doesn't look like a baby mm-hmm. in that in that picture and he still very much is a baby or at least a toddler in a lot of ways but he's learning new words every day and he's becoming more like he knows what things are and uh, like you know either tells you what he wants or shows you the direction that he wants and and knows to grab your attention and and that empathy part of it Mm -hmm. like he knows what you're looking at and what you should be looking at and that kind of you know he can see things from from your perspective kind of thing and it's like that's wild you're you're he he is growing up very he's a person he's like an actual like he has a he has like his own mind and he's like thinking and learning like that just blows me away it's both exciting and terrifying all at the Mm -hmm. same time like oh you're making up like your own decisions here oh okay like forming your own opinions and the personality is coming through it's it's crazy Mm -hmm. haircuts will always do that for me though even still like and and they probably all always will like when lincoln gets a haircut like i still remember the first time he got one it was i don't get overly emotional but like moments with the kids it's mostly like i watch like a commercial on tv and i'm like you know just a mess but like lincoln had a haircut and i'm like oh i don't like this at all like he just <laughs> like he came back and i'm like come like bring my little boy back i mm. oh i don't i don't like it i don't like it mark it's it's okay. crazy yeah it's uh it's wild how much a little change like that or like a new outfit or something like yeah he was wearing some uh you know some like fancier looking shoes like they were still velcro but they kind of looked more like docker style instead of like you know yeah. Paw patrol sneakers that light up and shit <laughs> when you walk around like he's wearing some like big boy shoes yesterday and uh you know got his hair cut and was like yeah he just he looked like a, a boy rather than a, a baby it's it's wild See, it- in a couple of years, they're going to be dressing like more grown up than we are. Like we're going to still have our <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing Mario my, like, shirts Alderaan on shirt. the, it's, the weather on the, Alderaan, the weather on Alderaan shirt. And it, there's nothing for Thursday and Friday <laughs> so for anyone not watching the video. Damn. It goes to 15,000 degrees and then nothing um, too soon. That's maybe? such a good shirt, man. It's terrible. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't not buy it when I saw it, but it's, it's, um, yeah, so he's definitely <laughs> going to have a better fashion sense than me. I think he does already, legit. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. 
is he does he does he have any sort of like tendencies like like mom or dad or like oh at two yeah yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah big time yeah we both picked him up usually i'll pick him up for day from daycare uh just because i work closer but my my wife uh ended up coming down uh close to where i work so i just kind of picked her up yesterday and we both went and uh he pushed her out of the way (laughs) to get to me (laughs) wow it was insulting and um a little does he always prefer like is that like a a preference kind of thing yeah 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 Yeah. oh that's kind of nice it's um it's it's okay yeah yeah Yeah. i like it i I, like take it i yeah dad dad mode has has been um it's been very easy for me yeah i just like i feel like i was just kind of built and made for for just being his dad or being a dad that's the best whatever it is but like it just like clicked like oh man it was it was like before he came out even like i just like just kind of feel feel her belly and it was just like Mm -hmm. all right dude i i know you like we are just there's just something there that we're just connected and this is going to be like the best that's awesome it has been every single day since man it's 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 awesome it's the best thing ever I remember um, messaging you a couple months after Finn was born because I, I remember I it did not click with me. I was six months in. I'm like, OK, I am an absolute disaster right now. This is not going good for me. So I was always checking in with like new dads and you're like, yeah, I'm good. And I'm like, awesome. Good. Yeah. Of course you are. Like, yeah, that's the way it totally should go. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what else I was expecting. It, well, I mean, it it I I think it's different for everyone, right? Like you're. You know, some people it, it just comes, I think, a little bit more naturally, maybe. But you know, there's still there's still stuff you got to work at and be patient. But for me, like I've always been good with kids. I've always loved kids. I've always wanted kids. I've always have you been around kids? That's where I was, um, where my mind was thinking, like, what? Like, yeah. How did that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my sister has two kids. Uh, they actually, I mean, they live in Alberta. That's why I mapped out. By the way, earlier mm. I rhymed off how long it takes to drive. I don't just know how long it takes to drive to your house. I'm not that <laughs> creepy. My sister, because the flights in Canada are so messed up. Yeah. Like literally a few days ago, my sister and I were like talking and like mapping out like how long would it actually take you to drive? This year she's only coming home for a couple of weeks, so it doesn't really make sense for her to drive. But she was like, Man, if I had more time, a hundred percent. That would be the road trip of a lifetime. Take the boys like across a country. Yes. Like, like, some core memory unlock kind of thing. Um but uh anyway, yeah, sorry, back back uh what were you what, asking? What, what Disney movie was that? Is that inside um, out? The core memory. Yes, that was, that was yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah. So that's that's why I knew how long it takes to drive across the country. But so my sister has uh, two kids, uh, eleven and nine. Oh yeah. Um, and you know when when Jensen, the oldest one, was born, like he he lived very close. They still lived here, so like instantly around them. Uh, when I met my wife, we used to babysit her cousin's kids. Uh, so her, like an older cousin that you know, had five kids. Mm-hmm. So we, we, oh, wow. all the time and, and kind of, they, they grew up with us and I instantly became, uh, uh, I'm going to say this on the internet. Okay. So I, I became professor smelly bottom. 
because uh, I used to go over and just make them laugh. And at like any time, like family gatherings, it'd be like the adults over here and then the kids over here and I'm jumping in with the kids instantly. And I'd do like funny voices and, uh, you know, Professor Smellybottom uh, would come out and just like do the stupidest shit I could to make the kids laugh. And uh, you're that uncle, man. That's uh, yeah. really special. That's the best. Is yeah. there how uh, many what who else is in your family like for, do you have brothers and sisters i can't remember are you an only child no yeah no I, you have a brother uh, you did a podcast uh, with your brother what am yeah, i saying my brother yeah, colin wanna... is two years younger than me and then my sister's uh six years younger than me but I, I, what am i even saying holy crap yeah um yeah yeah colin hasn't been around in a little bit he's he's well, I was gonna say yeah. no he's uh i mean he's still around he's still here you literally just um, talk about your sister and i'm yeah, asking yeah, if you're sister, your only yeah. child let me go um, get my red bull Good, yeah, let good. me go. Yeah. Let me go do that. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think because I, I now that now that we're grown up, we're adults, and we are either dads or uncles or whatever we find ourselves in. I think back to when I was a kid, and I think back to my uncles, and there were definitely some that were like, those are the ones, and they're, they're the special ones. They're the ones that I have just like the greatest memories of and like they still maintain kind of like that hero like status the ones that like our dads lose eventually when we Mm -hmm. realize that they're just normal people but like somehow like a special uncle's like that dude is he's the best like that's that's you doing professor smelly bottoms like that's that's awesome man it takes something i think very special to like go out of your way because it's very easy at family gatherings to just kind of like i'll just grab a beer and sit on the couch or whatever somebody else's cooking or whatever like or you you be that one for the for the kiddos that's awesome man yeah i was I, like they'd always be climbing up me or whatever but um yeah to your point like i had really a couple of uncles like that and one in particular mm-hmm. stood out that would again do anything i remember like go, going back to like core memories he he dressed up i had uh, so my birthday's november 4th so it was close ish to Halloween that I got away with a Halloween costume party mm-hmm. one year. And, uh, he came out, like I was dressed as Batman in this, like, you know, fairly shitty Batman costume that my mom probably <laughs> made, but he came out in like this movie accurate, crazy costume that must've cost him like a couple of hundred bucks to rent the damn thing. Mm-hmm. And like, he came flying out of, I think our treehouse. And like across the yard and the capes flowing and stuff. And it was like, holy shit, Batman's at my party. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I, you know, and, and you, you, I figured out pretty quickly, like it was him, but like, it was still kind of like, I think that kind of made it better. Cause it yeah. wasn't like this magical Batman, Santa Claus mystery kind of thing. It was like, I have an uncle who's cool enough to do that. Yeah, and man. It was the same uncle that would do like Nerf gun fights or just come mm-hmm. over randomly with like a couple of, um, not Nerf guns, but, like dart guns, like the more generic, yep. like the sticky darts and just like literally like, uh, like roofing tar buckets, you know, the buckets that that like stuff comes in, like the giant white buckets that, you yeah. Can it. So he'd come with those, filled with those sticky darts and just be like, here's some guns let's go nuts. And like, yes. like that kind of moment, like a hundred percent, just like, yeah, I want to be that one. Let's be that it's one. Totally. And the thing is like, it's actually such a win-win. Like it's more fun to do that. I think so anyways. And it's also like such a good moment for the kids as well. But I think it's hard to think of that, like to be that creative and maybe some people like forget how to have fun mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. Like, why isn't this just, why isn't that the norm? Kids are around, like, let's dress up like Batman. Like what the heck? Let's do that more. That sounds great. 
Yeah. I, you're very spontaneous and you're very creative as well. Like you can just yeah. like, okay, now, like, I think maybe that's how you got into podcasting as well. It's just like, that's very much who you are, I think. Yeah. I mean, I've always been more of a creative minded person for sure. So that definitely helps and like mm-hmm. into just, you know, the typical nerdy stuff of more, you know, like theater rather than sports or music or whatever that it yeah. just yeah, leads to that kind of like creativity. So you need a creative outlet, whether it's podcasting or pretending to be a superhero with kids or swinging a lightsaber around. And that like when my sister's kids uh, or my nephew, my nephew, my sister's kids, like frig, like they're not related. <laughs> when my nephews come home this summer, like, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm like, I want to buy like a couple of like lightsabers and stuff that are like the ones you can duel with and just like teach them to, um, to duel without, hopefully without permanently damaging either one of them or like, but like, you know, like teach them like some sword fighting kind of stuff. And like, I I can't wait for that. Like it's, it's, that's the stuff that I I plan ahead and Mm -hmm. um, I want to do. It's, it's just, it's fun. Where are you at with, um, with star Wars these days? Are we okay in star Wars land? Are you, how are you doing? man? Star Wars. It's, it's funny. It's like, there's always something going on in star Wars. Uh, and I don't know how closely you pay attention to any Star Wars news or stuff that's going on, but like, it seemed kind of cool for a bit with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Everyone was like super happy with how that was and how, especially how it ended such a, such, such an epic show. And then a couple of days ago, there's this like puppet apparently on like YouTube and TikTok and whatever, kind of like Arlo does for video games and Nintendo and stuff. Um, there's this, I can't even remember his name cause I don't follow him, but apparently he was like super positive kind of thing. And then he just starts coming out with this weird, like homophobic, uh, transphobic racist shit or something. I haven't seen any of the videos, but I've what? been seeing and hearing a lot of the discourse and it's just like, that's disappointing. We were doing really well for a bit. Like, yeah, on Star what Wars the heck? Computer. I don't, it's so weird. I hate it. So is that, you, that's, that's the, that's the environment. In, and that's the environment. Kind of just like, that's what we're left with. Cause there's nothing yeah, else. Yeah. I don't know. It's so, uh, with, with me, I like doing video game podcasts for so long. It was really cool to jump into Holocron Chronicles with yeah, man. early and to start talking about star Wars. Cause it's something I've always loved, uh, since again, like going back to the fun uncles, uh, this was my fun aunt who got me into star Wars and like was the nerd ant, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, introduced me to the movies and, um, actually ran into her tonight. So that's kind of, uh, Oh, look at that. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like, um, it's, it's really cool to, to branch off and do something different and talk mm-hmm. about like another passion kind of thing. Cause I find like, and I think you're probably the same way of like, you've been talking about video games for so long on the internet that, you probably feel like that's the only thing people associate with you. Yeah. And oh, or Xbox, dude, I, I said, more? um, I yeah. think it was in the, I think in the discord, I was talking in the, in our PlayStation drive thing about the new PlayStation stars thing. It's like this rewards right. kind of thing. And I'm like, I like it. I think it actually is. It looks a lot like what Xbox is doing. And I, but I think I like the branding better than what Xbox is doing. And I that's think she said, are you legally allowed to have that opinion? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, but and I know he's joking, but like, that's, that's a thing. Like in it, that, you know, it, it comes, I guess, just with the territory, I guess. But you kind of every now and then I just kind of wish I'd go like, you should see the stuff PlayStation sends. PlayStation Canada sends me stuff too, right. you guys. Like, yeah. 
it's not like there's no i don't know i don't i'm too like free flowing and if there was any sort of like preference that i had one way or another like i'm not gonna be swayed one way or another i'm just like whatever i'm saying is like it it is what it is but i think that this show and maybe some of the other kind of like spinoff stuff that we do in the, in the patreon is like i think just a sign that i need more than just what's in the news what you're playing kind of thing and i think that's kind of what you're getting around to here with like maybe we'll do a little of this star wars thing but what i want to ask you about that though is doesn't that seem even more pigeonholed like isn't that isn't that less and i guess maybe things have expanded since you started or how do you deal with such a singular topic in an ongoing podcast i wondered that when we started yeah and so the way charlie came up with the idea to do a star wars podcast because you know the secret friends network kind of thing when i came on with with co-op mode with todd and talking about video games like i pitched that one and that was originally pitched as like a segment within secret friends unite because oh yeah Warp whistle kind of fell apart and i was like I, well i still have all this podcasting gear and i still have things in my head that i'd like to get out and yeah. that, like, like you said before like that creative outlet that you need I was like, I'm not quite ready to, to not podcast. So I was kind of looking for something and I, I said, okay, who's not, who do, what, what do I like or who do I like that's not doing video game stuff? Mm-hmm. And if you listen to Secret Friends Unite, Charlie hates video game talk, yeah. just like Todd hates cosplay talk and they don't really talk, the, the, that doesn't go on in their, their show because they can And, and the verdict is still out if Todd likes video games. We're I, really not sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure yes I was just uh, sometimes uh but uh, so that that's kind of how i i pitch it is like you know like todd if you want to jump in with me or i can just kind of rant by myself like you know like for for 10 minutes or five mm-hmm. minutes or whatever and it can be a segment and you guys can just edit it in and i'll just record it and send it to you just give me a date and if you want to come in we can both talk about something but we'll keep it at uh, 10 or, or whatever many minutes you guys want. We tried that like once. And then Todd was like, this is garbage. We're going to do our own show. So that one worked out really well. But when, when Charlie came at me with the the star Wars idea, he wanted to do like what's new every week in Canon specifically stick to like detailed breakdowns of books or movies or TV shows or whatever. And, um, I wasn't a huge fan of that mm-hmm. idea uh, mm-hmm. because that's not how my brain works. Uh, I don't, I don't structured and like, uh, is that what yeah, you mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I did book reports and stuff in school. I did an English major for like one of my majors and uh, in, in university. And it was just, it just I don't want to get back into that. That feels like a job to me. That feels yeah. like work. Yep. I will, I'll do a breakdown of a show. Like we just broke down all the Obi-Wan shows as they went through and that, but it wasn't like deep. It was like, what's your favorite scene? What was your favorite character? What's a cool moment for you? Where do you think we're going next? Totally. Cool. That's great. Uh, so the, the big thing for me is talking to the community, kind of like what you do here. Mm-hmm. And that's what keeps it interesting for me because there's always again, after doing video games for so long, I'm meeting so many new people on the Star Wars side of things yeah, that it's like between Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, there just seems to be like this wave of new people that I meet every week. And it's it's great. And it's uh, it's almost, it's overwhelming. I have the show booked up into October right now. 
Oh, snap. Look at yeah. you, dude. You're, you're farther out than this show. Holy crap. Yeah, it's, it's for wild. You. And uh, it's so, so that keeps me occupied. And also there's, there's yeah. a lot of Star Wars content. So we've done movie recaps. Uh, we, we've paused those to do like show recaps. We've done books, we've done comics. And when stuff runs out, we can do something like when Joseph Moran was on and just talk about lightsabers. And just like, nice. it yes. was literally just an hour of like, hey, how fucking cool are lightsabers? They really are. <laughs> <laughs> they totally are. They're that amazing. Was the whole show. And it was, <laughs> that one sucked for audio uh, because Joe oh, kept no. showing off his pot, his, his, his lightsaber collection. I don't, mo- most people won't realize this. Joseph Moran is a yeah. massive Star Wars geek mm-hmm. with an insane, and when I say insane, I mean, absolutely <laughs> mind-blowingly insane lightsaber collection that's awesome it's crazy and, i love the uh, notion of a lightsaber collection like it's so good and, then, like, and he's amazing. going through and he's like this is sidious's this is yoda's here's anakin's here's this and this it was like just it's wild like it's so good and uh, so so there's there's that kind of stuff and we can just go like you know early on i think we talked like just about Jedi and like, are the Jedi a failure? Are they good? Are they ultimately like the bad guys or like, is it well-intentioned? So they're good, but they really like kind of lost themselves along. You know, it's, oh, it's wow. just that kind of stuff, right? So you think within, you say Star Wars and it's like, oh, is that kind of limiting? Is it, so far, no. When it gets yeah, limiting. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a galaxy. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. Something else. But um, that's the nice thing with like Disney owning Star Wars now. It's not, 30 years between movies it's like yeah shit, the andor series in 49 days oh you know bad batch is starting soon so like between live action disney plus animated stuff movies and are you are there. you like on everything like so this is kind of like a, a dual question in that mm-hmm. like you're doing the podcast obviously but like even without it would you be day one anyways? Like all the stuff, like there's so much, especially just coming out of Disney in general, whether it's Marvel or Star Wars or whatever. Like, are you able to keep up with all of that stuff? Like, it seems like that seems like a lot. <laughs> uh, no, no. Without the show. Um, so I, w- because of the show, I focus on Star Wars. Yeah. So if the new, like Obi-Wan's a great example because I, I also love Marvel. So that's something that the MCU, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, today that um we were talking about mcu movies and she was talking about like she's she skipped a few and she's like never saw it was like winter soldier but she saw most of it and i was like How oh you, sk- you don't winter skip winter- that one like, oh my on. god and uh but like so so obviously for the the podcast i will focus on star wars and uh, you know with young kids your your window for like doing the adult shit that you want to do mm-hmm. when i'm not watching bluey paw patrol or the mickey mouse oh, freaking sweet though bluey is the Bluey's best yeah. dd show i would start mm-hmm. a bluey podcast in an instant let's do this dude yes uh, yes oh my gosh yes. layers it is so good and season mm-hmm. three is hitting disney plus in august Lincoln was just telling me that actually we were talking about (laughs) (laughs) just tonight. This is is what I'm talking about before. Like your kids telling you news. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. I didn't even, I didn't even, it didn't even occur. You know, it didn't really like hit me like that because Chelsea said like, 
she said, "Hey Lincoln, like when are the new one of the new um blue episodes coming?" And and he just like lit up. He's like, "Dad, I had to tell you something." He comes up and he's just like really excited. Like, "There's new blue episodes coming." I'm like, man, that is the best. So man, cool. look at that. Your kid told you news. I That's think that might be the first time. That might actually be the first time. I feel like I almost need to ask Chelsea about this. That there is, must that must be it. Yeah, that is wild, man. And especially about like maybe it's just because I actually like Bluey. Like if you told me something like Blippy, like <laughs> Blippy can just be deleted. Like just I've from never, I, I haven't gotten don't even Blippi don't even heard do, no. some bad stuff uh, no. or some just the, like you know parents going nuts. Um, but Bluey, man, Bluey's the best. Mm-hmm. Season two. Episode nine. If you don't choke up a little bit watching that episode, you're a little oh, bit dead I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you I know. know the one. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's funny because I almost wanted to like humble brag to to Lincoln. I almost wanted to tell him like, okay, so like, where's that? Where what country are, are those guys from? And he's and I, I don't even know if like the show is based in Australia, but like the the voice actors are. So, um, so we t- got talking about Australia, and I almost wanted to like humble brag to him and say like, you know, Daddy has some friends in Australia. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I really like like Dragnus down there. He's a cool dude. Like he doesn't care. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but i was See, like that close. Do like a dad impression or something or like exactly uh, yeah oh just get him yeah on a, yeah get him, get we have all we have a bunch of bluey like we got um lincoln has a bluey and ellie has a has a bingo little stuffy and yeah. and bluey's good stuff man it's that's the magic when you can find something that like you actually enjoy like at the very least if you can tolerate it then you're golden but if you actually like like it oh my gosh man Dude, and that's that, what it's all so about. that's the other thing. Like I try to be interested, like genuinely interested in what he's watching, but yeah. like some stuff is so much easier. Like Bluey's yeah. oh, so yeah. great. I've even, like I got into Paw Patrol so much that I started looking up fan fiction for Paw Patrol because <laughs> I, I accidentally came across Paw Patrol fan fiction because I wanted to know how all the other pups joined the team. Cause we got a book that kind of talked and I think it was covered in the movie maybe. Um, Holy shit, I'm talking about Paw Patrol movies and stuff. Look at this. Uh, mm-hmm. But like it was, you know, like, so how did Ryder find Chase? And then I think we saw Rubble. But like, I wanted to know, like, did they, did I just miss the episodes? Like, how did, how did Rocky get on the team? Cause I love Rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Rocky and Zuma are so I underrated. I haven't watched man. any. I, we, we, the kids aren't into, my, my kids aren't into Paw Patrol the, at the all. Worst, I saw how we missed the it. The worst thing I ever did for Paw Patrol was I looked up someone and okay so i'm not as bad as the person that made this because someone made an excel sheet with how many missions each paw patrol person or dog or whatever went on and how the show and rider are biased towards chase uh the the police dog kind of thing and like chase and marshall were like so high up and poor little zuma like is the Aquaman of the group, like the water dog. Aww. He's just like, yeah, we'll call you when we need you, fish boy. Like, go take a lap. I don't know. Like, Dang. it's just, come on, Zuma, <laughs> you deserve better. Um, it's anyway, kind of like yeah. Lisa on The Simpsons. It was like, <laughs> like, you could see, like, back in the day, like, they would kind of rotate, okay, this is a Homer episode, this is a Bart episode, and like, oh, Lisa episode. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. Come on. <laughs> yeah. It's so, so boring. Um, Anyway, yeah, so back to the original point there. We took a good tangent, and I admitted Yeah, we were talking about Star Wars for a second there. We were talking about cool stuff. (laughs) Circling back to – so so trying to keep up to stuff, uh, it was a good good example. um, While Obi-Wan was – I had no attention span for, like, Miss Marvel. Yeah. And I ended up binge-watching most of Miss Marvel over the the weekend. My wife went to bed early, and I'm like – 
blew through Miss Marvel right towards uh, right right to the end, and then got ready for uh, the finale that just happened uh, this this past week. And I love that show. Holy crap! What a great show. I actually I trust your opinion on this, and I need to tell you, like I was, I, I actually don't even remember if I can tell you the last time a show was coming up on like Netflix or something on a weekly basis where I was like, I couldn't wait. Like, I really think I really believe this when I say this, I think Obi-Wan was the first one, like, like probably since not streaming, like lost or 24 or something like that, like back in the, or I don't even like, I think I even watched breaking bad and mad men on like DVD box sets and things Mm -hmm. like that. So I binge those, but like, I haven't had a show like demand my attention. Like I wake up in the morning, I'm like it's Wednesday, like <laughs> let's go. I'm getting, I'm going to watch this thing. And I, so it was great. I obviously, I loved it. I don't subscribe to any of the issues that anybody has with that. Like you're fair, whatever you have your opinion, but that the show ends and I don't know how to describe the void in my life mm-hmm. right now, Mark. Like I, I feel like I, I need to find like a rebound, but like that just sounds shallow and unfulfilling. I just don't think that's going to quite cut it, but I've been on the lookout, man. I'm like, I need my new every Wednesday or whatever. I need that show, man. And, and now it was such a weird overlap because they didn't really give it time to breathe. Like right now would be a great time to start Miss Marvel. Mm. Like if, if Disney plus started it, cause there was that weird overlap and it was like, for me anyway, it was like, do I watch Obi-Wan or Miss Marvel? I have to choose Obi-Wan for the podcast yeah. So like I said, I had to kind of binge and catch up to Miss Marvel and I, I thought it was delightful. And, hmm. and, it, and I'm in the same kind of thing, but but luckily I've also fallen behind on a ton of other stuff. So I have to catch up on Stranger Things. I have to catch up on the boys. I've never watched any of those actually. Like, like I no, just, no season whatsoever. I'm telling you, man, like TV, like just I couldn't keep up. Like once I started to fall behind, I just like I guess I just quit TV, right. like quote unquote TV kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, but and I know that I'm I'm the odd person out on this. Most people appreciate right now is like the golden era of TV is the best. They'd rather watch TV than movies. Like movies are trash. That's where we are in the world. And for whatever reason, I just kind of I kind of fell off. But I don't. It's hard to ignore it. Everybody's talking about this stuff, so I don't know how much longer I can do it. Especially as much as I enjoyed the like looking forward to a new episode of a thing. It's tough, man. I, I and I find even as I'm saying, like I caught up on Miss Marvel and I want to catch up on the boys and Stranger Things. I know that's gonna sacrifice my video game time. Yeah. So I haven't played like. I play Fortnite pretty regularly with my nephew that lives in Alberta. Mm-hmm. And that's how we connect. I, I don't, that's you know, when I FaceTime my sister, the young one's sometimes around, but Jensen's usually off doing something or whatever. And he comes home at night and he plays Fortnite. So I'll log in and I, that's how I talk to him. Um, but I haven't, I haven't played, like I log in in the morning basically before work, mm-hmm. like just to see what's new and like to get my like daily login kind of thing to get the free V bucks and, and save the world mode. Um, aside from that, like I really haven't been playing in a few weeks because I've been so caught up in these TV shows. So yeah. I'm not only missing just like straight up video game time. Um, but I'm, I'm also missing that chat with my nephew. So I got to like correct that. But that also means like, I am not going to catch up on the boys anytime soon. I might not catch up on stranger things anytime soon. If I go back to playing video games on a regular basis. And if you listen to the last episode of co-op mode, like I played, one game that was spider sores from way forward because they sent me a code 
and I mm-hmm. felt like I really had to play it and it was on switch so I could play it while I was doing some other shit. Um, and, and the switch is great for that, but I don't play like fall guys or Fortnite or anything. Usually uh, I gotta play fall guys with us, man. Fall guys is fun. I love fall guys. I love it, but I always play it on my Xbox cause I find the switch moves at like four frames per second. I haven't even tried it. I've heard that and I'm not, I haven't even installed it. Yeah. 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 But, uh, it's, it's so good on the Xbox, but again, like I haven't logged into to fall guys probably in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from like logging in and doing like one round and being like, Oh, maybe I'll get the Assassin's Creed skin and like, yeah, whatever. It's pretty uh, sweet. I feel yeah. like that still counts though. Like, like I haven't played in a couple of weeks except for my dailies. Like, <laughs> Like that's kind of the design of the game, I think. Actually, is with Fortnite, it's it's different. I don't even have to play around. Like when I'm saying yeah. dailies, I mean like literally daily logins. Like for Save yeah. the World mode in Fortnite, oh my god! You literally just go to the title screen and you press Y, and mm-hmm. each day it gives you something different. And then usually at the end of the week, it gives you like V bucks. So I get a yeah. bunch of V bucks, right? Like oh this my week, I'm gosh. Coming under free V bucks, it's like whoa, three dollars for free. Cool, thank you. Um, but it literally, <laughs> I log in every morning, I press Y, and then I eat my breakfast and go to work. Like yeah. that is the end of it. And uh, so it's I mean, Fall Guys definitely a little different to do dailies and stuff. But um, yeah, it's tough, man. It's stuff that that balance is is hard. And mm-hmm. I I feel like I I kind of hit that a while ago with TV. So now I feel like I'm kind of catching up on that with like getting into star Wars and getting more into like MCU shows and that kind of stuff. Whereas before, like I remember with like game of Thrones and walking dead and all that kind of stuff that was out a few years ago that everyone was talking about. I was like, no, I'd rather spend my free time playing video games. Like, yeah, it was cause again, like if my wife's not interested while we're both awake, we're watching something that we both want or doing something that we both want to do playing games that we both want to play. So like I have that, you know, if I stay up late, like on a night like this, I'm either podcasting or I'm watching or playing something that I want to do. And that's my mm-hmm. time. Uh, but it's, it's pick and choose carefully, right? Like, yeah. You gotta, that balance. And it's, um, I gave up TV for a long ass time to focus on video games and now I'm finding it's kind of the opposite. So sorry, Todd, if you're listening, <laughs> like, yeah. I haven't been on my way playing video games. I got spider stores and I'll have to get back into some other stuff. But, um, I feel like that's a lot of people this year though, Mark. I honestly, I think like there's yeah. something weird happening in, in gaming right now. And I don't know that it like some people just play games all the time, but I do think that some people are having a hard time kind of locking in on something. And I don't know exactly. Maybe it is just a lot of other things are at their best and it kind of like pulls you away. Um, I'm not exactly sure, but I definitely, that seems to be a trend, I guess. And I, I recognize that a lot. Like when I, even just from an energy standpoint, like you're just like, what are you going to do? Like you, you're sitting in the exact same chair, whether you're going to play a game or, or watch TV. And yet somehow the, I don't know, maybe it's a dopamine thing. Like something mm-hmm. is happening in my brain where I'm like, I'm just going to let the TV do its thing at me <laughs> instead. Like what? Like video games are, are it's, it's not as passive as TV. I mean, like you said, you're in the same chair, you're staring at the same screen, but like video, video games, there's a reason why it's called esports. Like, yeah, it, it's taxing, especially if you're doing something competitive. Like my, my, uh, I wear an Apple watch. I have, 
statistical or, or you know <laughs> graphable proof that my heart rate changes while I'm playing Fortnite. I've never you know, actually even checked that. I should totally check that. Uh, you know, if you're top three or something like that, like my heart rate's going, I can feel it. I can feel my pulse racing. I can feel the adrenaline start to big up. Like, okay, there's three people left. You got to take them out before they mm -hmm. take you out. Let's go. Yep. Uh, it's not quite as intense in like something like fall guys until you get to that last stage. And there's like, you know, two of you running on the same crazy mm -hmm. rolling in with the beehive places falling out for some fall guys, is a weird game. Uh, <laughs> as I'm saying that we've really broken weird. it down like this before. Um, you know, but you still like there, there is that intensity and you, you're actively yeah. doing something. So I guess there's probably a really good, you'll have to get someone smarter than me on the show to really break down the psychology behind this. But like maybe after the last couple of years of like living through a pandemic and now kind of living through a weird recession, hellscape, mm -hmm. increase, lack of supplies everywhere and whatever. Um, maybe we just want something more passive. Maybe we want to just sit there and let the TV tell us a story than rather than participate in a story. And, and video games can be great escapism, but um, it's still active. It's funny. Cause I think the last couple of games that I have really gotten into, Oh man, I'm going to get myself in trouble. I can't <laughs> talk. Damn it. I hate oh. the last <laughs> um, life is strange is actually the one that I will I'm allowed to talk about it, but it's, it's such a passive experience. You walk around, the story is kind of like mostly told to you with some, some, some form of agency in it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I'm after right now. And I don't know if it's the storytelling, if it's the casual nature of it. I don't know. That's something that I definitely acknowledge, but where my mind is actually going on this thing is like games are so complicated now. And I feel so old saying that, where I just wanted games to get more complex and realistic and whatever real life. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I'm like, enough is enough. I need like, and I don't even have a manual anymore. Like I don't even have like the 50 page documentation to like learn how to play this thing. I better, if I don't read that screen that pops up to tell me how to like parry properly or whatever, like I've missed it and I can't play the game and it's not a good time for me. And this is as ancient as I've ever felt talking about video games, to be honest with you, because it's like, do we still need another skill tree? Does every game need RPG elements? My God, man. And I, I think, honestly, I think that's the draw lately. Like, I was scared when they first announced Fall Guys was going to hit the other consoles. I was like, I'm worried that that game's day in the sun is gone. It, it hit oh yeah a lot of people thought that for PlayStation. sure is it gonna recapture that and i think it has and you're seeing games like that and like ninja turtles that yes. you can literally yes. throw a controller at a monkey and they can figure out a couple of buttons and like with ninja turtles there's a little bit more complexity if you want to get into some of like the combo sure. dodging all that kind of shit but like I'm pretty sure I could hand my dad a controller who hasn't played games since like the original NES, maybe mm -hmm. it'll dabble into Super Nintendo. And like he could figure out Ninja Turtles. And I literally tried this with Fall Guys, like gave my wife the controller. And she's she's good at video games, don't get me wrong, but like 
literally handed it as it was doing three, two, one, go, and was just like, yeah, she gets it. And mm-hmm. she just she was just like, okay, this is go. And I was like, yep, yeah, pr- jump is the only other button you need. Like, we'll get in yep. grabbing the walls if you come across it. <laughs> Hugging <laughs> people. No, no. She just, yeah, that was it. it and she she ran to the, you know, the end of the stage and she was like, what is this and how do I get it? And we downloaded it on her Switch and it's like, put it together. It's great. But like, there's something about those super simple games that, Mm-hmm. You are seeing that there was a, so much hype behind Ninja Turtles. There was so much hype behind Fall Guys. I said the same thing about Spider Soars. On uh, like that game is pretty. It's brutally tough. It's like the old yeah. games, like super tough, but it's very easy to understand. So I kind of mm-hmm. like. I was like, oh yeah, I like this. I get this. This is yeah. Cool. Uh, my well, give me a couple things to master. Give me a couple right. elements of the game to like totally master. One of my favorite games, as it turns out, and I, do you ever feel weird about like declaring one of your favorite games of all time when it's like oh, somewhat new? Totally. Like it's not in like the NES era. Like w- how old should a game be? Actually, why don't I just ask you this? Like how <laughs> old does a game have to be for it to be, for you to feel comfortable declaring it as one of your favorite games of all time? I struggle with this so much. Because anytime I want to say Breath of the Wild, I still yeah, feel exactly. like I should be saying some pretentious friggin' Super Nintendo game. Yeah. That I'm like, this game's a masterpiece. You will never get any better than the 16-bit artwork and the soundtrack. Yeah. And it has to be played on the original hardware because emulators just don't. Like, shut up. Uh, no, a new <laughs> game can be that. It can be the best. And so I like I struggle with this 100%. I, I am mm-hmm. bad for it. And uh, But... I breath of the wild kind of changed that. Cause everyone yeah. agreed. They were like instantly like, this is one of the best games of all time. And it was like, Oh, we can agree on this now. Cool. Yeah. Isn't that the best? And that's just it. Like you're kind of, you're playing it and you're, you're into it and you're obvi- like, it's obviously it's a new switch. Everything's like, like, you're like, Oh, they didn't screw this up. Mm-hmm. Hang on a second. <laughs> it is is this is this the best game ever made is this and that happened that happened a lot and then all of a sudden you got like one person connecting with another person and saying like i think we can say that and then everybody's like that's what i think i think it's totally the best game ever made and then the haters ignited as well really- totally like it's is it too new and i think this happens kind of all all the time like for me like god of war comes to mind god of war 2018 mm-hmm. comes to mind is like am i allowed to say like should i wait on this a little bit longer like I don't know. Is it like a classic rock kind of thing? Is it a artful masterpiece? I don't know. But like, yeah, there can something be like just an instant classic. I guess that that probably is maybe a criteria of what makes a 10. If mm-hmm. you're going to have like ratings on games or whatnot, like, could you imagine this being like one of the best games ever in five years? Can you fast right. forward if that's even possible to do? Yeah. yeah. And if yeah, I, it's it's so tough is it an instant classic that's such a great question because it's it's so hard to go back and and there's a lot of games that you feel in the time it's like oh yeah this is the best game ever made and it's like maybe like turok 64 is not the best game ever made mark like calm down a little um <laughs> why why Turok? Like, why did that come i don't know. i have no idea <laughs> so honestly good. it was the first like borderline shit game that i that's so loved good a- but it was so adult it was so like it was still not like you hadn't really seen it like it called the cerebral boar how yeah, man sounding is that shit mm-hmm. that ate a dinosaur's brain and spit mm-hmm. it out like you open the top of a blender and was that the, uh, was that in the first one or just the second one i can't remember i want to say the second one 
dude the um when the 64 came out that's when i was really starting to get into pc gaming and i was i had my pc gamer magazine i was learning all like the technical specs and you know the dude the advertisements in in video game magazines like if you ever wonder why a bunch of us turned out to be just a bunch of douchebags to each other it's like the ad i'm I'm telling you we were impressionable like 13 year old kids with these extreme you know john romero is going to make you his bitch advertisements for daikatana or whatever it was like that was a real that was a real thing so i was quite adversarial with neighbor matt at the at the n64 days because he's getting all excited about turok and and goldeneye which i love playing but i'm like half-life is way Mm. better than these games because the ai is so much better and look at this resolution like i was such a dinkus man (laughs) in those days it's just ridiculous Uh, i mean it still goes on come on is it still the the you know console wars or like pc master race i know dude i can't even i can't even bring myself to say it it's just like really like with everything everybody's got a problem with these days we're just fine with like master race (laughs) like good god it's it's pretty pretty not okay I think I was saying to Ryan, I'm like, I'm going to call it the PC fun team. <laughs> I just want to like totally PG this. <laughs> I might adopt that with you. That's well, I feel like I was, I was inspired by, by you creating names for things like the, the super, super, wait, was it super switch or super Xbox? Uh, you, were, oh. you were calling for the, <laughs> <laughs> I just want someone to name something super, super again. I don't exactly. know. How do you top the Nintendo? Super Nintendo. Super <laughs> It's so obvious. I just want it to happen again. How do you super Wii would have been way better than the Wii U? Everyone is like Switch Pro. Nah, come on. Yeah, I mean, you got the alliteration. You're just waiting for it. MacBook Pro, iPhone. Oh my gosh, Mm. gives a shit. Nah, Super Switch is where (laughs) it is. Super Switch. That's it. And I I wanted them to do because they they already spun themselves in a circle with Xbox 360, and then they went back to square one with Xbox One. Where are you going to go next, dude? I'm there's nowhere to go. Yeah, Super Xbox. That's where you go. Super. Oh right, how could I forget? How could I forget? (laughs) That's horse manure, my friend. It's it's just. Get that shenanigans out of here. I love it. Oh my Xbox. gosh. That is my favorite console right now. But uh Oh yeah. Series. Ah, I, I man, I, I've been I've been such an Xbox fan. I love their controller. Same. Yeah. That's it. I, I mm-hmm. I've had, you know, the PlayStation 4 experience and I've tried the PlayStation 5. I can't get the the thumbsticks on the Yeah, I don't like they them. Have mm-hmm. to be, they have to I want the dog with the wonky eyes, not the dog with the same here man but but of course i would say that right of course yeah you have to you freaking chill yeah. every time you say i'm on it, the payroll so yeah, yeah exactly uh, for me i'm not so i can say that with 100 <laughs> percent and uh and just just go from there but uh, yeah i i love the xbox man it's it's so great it's uh it's snappy i feel like xbox they they need to get some of their first party stuff sorted out but like game pass and and the the general mindset i find of of phil and, and a lot of the team there's just uh, doing the right stuff i guess mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, that's that's well, i've got this uh this upgrade on pc coming here and as much as that seems like i would be getting out of xbox land what did i just do i'm gonna load it up here if i i i asked for some advice from friends to like what what game should i play on this new monitor that apparently isn't coming and i have i'm i'm like losing hair in my battle with Amazon this week. It's oh. been not fun. 
Um, I don't even know how many of these games there are. I have installed a tremendous number of games from PC Game Pass, and it is I've got Aliens, Fire Team Elite, Chorus, Death's Door, Far Cry 5, FIFA 22, Forza Horizon 5, Gears 5, Halo Infinite, Halo Master Chief Collection, Hyperdot, shout out to Hyperdot, Jurassic World Evolution, Mech Warrior 5, Minecraft, No Man's Sky, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Project Wingman, Star Wars. Uh, squadrons teenage mutant ninja turtles shredder's revenge and tetris effect connected i am oh, loaded up dude me. i didn't pay for any of those that's game pass amazing that's just game pass amazing that's on my uh, freaking yeah. pc so great so so great. i'm gonna just i'm just gonna like you know order some takeout yep not leave this room i'll shower <laughs> eventually and hopefully you know send regards to my family i guess because <laughs> you have you can only shower when the neighbors make a complaint about the dead body they call that's true yeah they call people uh, i think there's someone dead over well there. i actually have a shower right here i have everything i, I need that. like yeah. it's it's yeah. you know it's a basement room but like there's a shower here if i got my clothes like i can you know this is people don't understand how much time i spend in this room mark <laughs> like it is an exceptional amount of time that's why i'm like i'm gonna make it look nice yeah exactly. it'll be fine yeah Oh my gosh, man. Fantastic. Do you have any, like what I I'm, I'm always curious. And especially cause we haven't, we haven't had a chat in a little while. Like what, like, how have you been doing? Like how, what's on your mind these days, man? Like what, how are you? I'm good overall. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty happy. Like, uh, the, yeah, the, like I said, being, being a dad is just like the best. So I enjoy every single second of that and mm-hmm. I love summers in Cape Breton. So that's, that's always fun. Uh, I mentioned, you know, tonight uh, we, were, we were talking about scheduling and stuff. And I, I mentioned, you know, waking up tomorrow and, and my wife's got some stuff to do in the morning. And then we're, we're off to the cottage and, uh, and getting the boats and the sea dews and stuff in the water. Speaking of my fun uncle. Hell yeah. He's got the fun Oh, toys. nice. Uh, yeah. Same one with the fun toys now. So it's still, uh, whether it's, it's dart guns or, or sea dews, um, I'm still, I'm still, you know, playing with his, uh, his awesome stuff. Um, it's it's great man i'm i'm just you know i'm relaxed works good you, you uh, seem happy man you seem like just totally you're good and, and like there's always yeah, there's good. always things you know you can sure, always, of course you, you you hit a new whatever pay grade at work or they're they're you know that um but there's always like oh well what else could i do or like you kind of mm-hmm. get that like okay well what's next kind of thing but um you know or or like i said you you buy a house for you know pretty decent amount of money and then it's like well we, we kind of also need this this and this fixed and you know i've got to do some foundation repairs and they're not oh no all. yeah that, that's fun so i could i could probably complain about some stuff but I'm, sure I'm yeah I, I it's you know i i i want to just be be positive and enjoy the, the family time because um the last the last few years have been rough too yeah man with uh with covid and and right before covid i lost uh three grandparents in very quick succession in uh in about a nine month span um so that sucked um and then i lost the the last one um we started getting through covid and he passed away just before christmas last year Um, oh and then, and then a year ago, let's say the 16th. Um, so a year ago on the 12th, we had to give up our dog. I remember talking to you about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then, and then my parents' dog passed away about a month or two ago. Uh, and that was like my, my dog when I just 
kind of you know the few years before I, I moved out. Um, yeah. So there's there's been some stuff, you know, uh, and and I could I could focus on that. And I mean, there's there's still those moments of of that kind of thing like the the cottage i'm going to tomorrow is you know that was my grandparents place um you know so it's every time you go out there it's like that kind of it's it's like that bittersweet kind of thing totally bittersweet the fact that this is obviously it's sad that yeah they're no longer here but like how special that that remains that Mm. that like persists and survives that you know, beyond to have to, and still to bring the people together to the place. Like, yeah, that's awesome. That is something not everybody has, mm-hmm. you know? And in a lot of cases when there's like family property, it's like, man, that's just, it can sometimes just be asking for a disaster. So yeah. if none of that is happening, if this thing is, so you know, serving this purpose to bring you guys together and remind you of the people that were once there and who were there with you, that's, that's special, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, it's, it's, um, yeah, you're, you're, you're spot on. It's, uh, you, you go out there and it's a, it's a reminder of like, you know, they're not here, but also like kind of cool of like, you know, they built this kind of thing for us. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's cool, man. It's, um, I was thinking of a, uh, you know, so I don't know. I, I keep designing like tattoos and like getting tattoos recently. So the last, couple of years i got like three tattoos uh which probably doesn't sound like a lot to someone who got a lot but um i don't have any i would i would love just kind of i'd love to get tattoos yeah <laughs> so what I got, was the like, first one uh this shark on my arm okay uh, for anyone not watching the video there's a little like cartoony looking shark on my arm That's it's a sweet shark um so i wanted a permanent dad joke and oh, uh, no. so <laughs> i got this after finn was born so now i always have a little finn on me Oh, um, I lo- D- dude, that's, I've been trying to think of, so like, if I'm going to get tattooed, I'm like, I don't know what's meaningful enough to, like, right. you know, put on my body forever, but, like, dude, kids come to mind. Yeah, man. Yeah, the, I, shit, you could do, there's so many, like, minimalist tattoos that you could do, even, like, simple line work or something for, for Lincoln Ellie, that mm-hmm. you could get, like, the Triforce with the Master Sword kind of going through it or behind it or whatever for, for Link, and then, um, and then just death and revenge and zombies across my entire yeah, back. That's it. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Yeah. Like a like a clicker head <laughs> on my back. <laughs> I love I love um, minimalist tattoos, and, and yeah. I've been looking into those. And I was like thinking about some stuff from my grandparents of like tiny little things that I could get to kind of uh, that's cool. You know, put, put them somewhere on me. Um, but I took a break, so I got like my first like super like ma- meaningful, even though it was a, like a dad joke. But I got my first meaningful one, and then I was like, "Well, the meaningful stuff's out of the way, so I might as well get like a Jedi symbol and a Nidoran." Um, <laughs> Nidoran my- of all the Pokemon, why Nidoran? I've always loved Nidoran and Nidoking. It's like my favorite Pokemon. Wow! Uh, just from from like Gen One, Blue. Uh, I started with with Charmander, who's also one of my favorite all time, Charmander to Charizard. But, um, and and this this Nido King. So I'm like playing it off as like a dumb Pokemon tattoo. But uh, I do have a little chip out of this Nidoran's ear just right here. Uh, so when we were growing up, we had a pet rabbit who had a chip out of his ear, and his name oh, was wow. Chip because we were super creative kids. And uh, when I. First- 
<laughs> and when I first got Pokemon Blue, um, I found one of these things and it looked kind of like this weird spiky rabbit because the graphics on Game Boy kind of sucked. And totally. I was like, cool, a spiky rabbit. I'll name that Chip and go. Oh, that's there. cool. So I always had this Nidoran named Chip on my team. And then kind of more in the more recent games, I started nicknaming them. Because like originally you're playing it, you don't know that it turns into Nitto King. Right. So like you can't plan out a nickname, but then after the nickname kind of, it was like after I knew the evolutions in more modern games, it was like, okay, I'm going to call it Elvis because it's the king. Um, but then, <laughs> you know, it's like dumb. So, so I've gone like, back. What else could you possibly call it? Like, duh. Right. But I've, yeah. I've, I've gone back to, uh, to naming them Chip anytime I catch them now. And uh, so I was like thinking of, of, different tattoos to get and uh and that one came came up because the one of the artists that um the same artist did a, a tattoo for my wife which was a script from her father uh that and he passed away just after we started dating and uh so it was like a script that he wrote her on a card and she has that mm-hmm. on her arm like perfectly recreated but so like i've been following her on instagram since and aside from like sweet things like that she loves like pop culture like animal crossing and pokemon so i was like okay i have like a weird kind of like kind of sweet but like also super dumb like nidoran tattoo idea and she was like yeah let's do it so yeah that's that was, awesome <laughs> that's fun it's like yeah so like the the outline of nitto king is behind yeah. nidoran so you can kind of see like, you know, oh, that's so good growth potential there. And, and you, you don't, you don't know what you're going to, going to live up to, but I also just kind of want to dedicate it to this sweet little rabbit that I had when I was a kid. Oh, I love that. So, um, I love that. That shadow reminded me of like one of the best movie posters for one of the most hated movies of all time, where it shows Anakin as a kid oh. and his shadow cast to Darth. And it's just like, that, that might be one of the single greatest images. like so 100%. smart for such a dumb movie yeah. <laughs> like oh 100%. my gosh and it, totally what that evoked for me phantom menace gets a lot of shit i personally like it's not my favorite star wars movie i gotta watch it all again actually i will say of my, yeah like for me like i love the star wars like they're all good it's like pizza right like you, you're not gonna have a bad pizza i'm totally with you on that I've had yeah that. i'm with you but mm-hmm. um but I like there's some really cool parts in Phantom Menace that I I always love. I still pod racing is just oh, so yeah. cool, so great. Um, and then the like the duel of the fates, and it means so much too to like they're they're dueling over Anakin's fate. And uh, and I I've gone on like rants on on the podcast about how the next movie goes into like it starts off instantly showing you why Obi Wan doesn't take over as Anakin's father like Qui-Gon kind of was like the father figure and Obi-Wan mm-hmm. was always just his brother. And he even yeah. says that in the end, you know, you were my brother, Anakin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right before he roasts him like a marshmallow and cuts off all his limbs <laughs> uh, or right after him, <laughs> you know, it's, it's brutal, but, um, but he was always a brother and Phantom Menace is so important to, to set that up. Uh, and you see in the, the second episode two, they start off and it's, they're, they're like Thor and Loki just like playing get help or like Mm. trying to one up each other. Like one jumps out a window, the other's going to jump out a higher window. Like they're just, they're idiot brothers. And that, that lack of guidance kind of leads Anakin down the path. So like, I I think, yes, there are definitely some things that I'd change in Phantom Menace, but like, I still think it's very important. So yeah. 
I'm not even going to bring up the character that people want me to bring up right. with this. And uh, but recently I was not feeling well. And I well, this was actually quite a few months ago. And for whatever reason, I'm like, I'm just going to watch some Star Wars. And I skipped episode one. I went straight to episode two. And I will tell you, this is this is really because I, I was feeling so not good. that I'm like, how bad? Like, whatever. Just put something on. And I actually kind of liked it. Like I actually, and that's, that's supposed to be the worst one, like of all of them. I think people, there's, there's many a list out there that ranks that one as the, the, the absolute worst. And I didn't hate it. And I don't know if I just wasn't like clear in my head or what, but, or maybe I watched the last three and thought, well, maybe this whole thing isn't as what I cracked up to be, but I don't know. Maybe something was happening. Right. But um, what I'm getting around to is maybe I should go back and watch the, the first movie because i enjoyed the games actually there's a lot of video yeah. games that surrounded that release i remember and i really enjoyed that so yeah maybe, maybe you know what i'm gonna do actually mark is i'm gonna pair it up i'm gonna what do you suggest should i watch it and then listen to you talk about it or should i go listen to you break it down and then go watch it oh that's tough i've never been presented with that before uh, you have it you have a particular influence on hmm. how people might because uh, i i'm tempted to listen to you first right to kind of see what you have to say about it and then go like kind of have that appreciation for it and although I, I don't want you to like take me too far i don't know yeah because i mean i don't think we do dives that are too deep that you won't like i think the whole kind of crux of the show is like looking at the good stuff in the star wars movies so even if it's people's most hated movie like i find someone who likes that movie or like mm -hmm. some i think for that one we got uh my friend robbie on there who's a huge darth maul fan and uh, we talk about that significance of darth maul and qui-gon and obi-wan and everything there and, and focus on on kind of like tiny bit longer version of what i just said a couple minutes ago but mm -hmm. um i i guess yeah you could maybe listen to what we loved about it and then watch it through those lens of like trying to find something you love um, yeah that's i hate that kind of uh pressure <laughs> um, I, for the for the thing you've already recorded and it's kind of out there I, yeah, so i've never thought and i could go that. either way honestly what what i'm what i'm thinking as you're kind of walking this through is like if I can actually, it actually, as best as I possibly can, keep an open mind. Mm. Like, just watch it, try as if I haven't watched it before, which I haven't actually seen it in a very long time. That might be easier than I think. Then maybe maybe I just do it that way. Try to keep an, an open mind, kind of like what I did with the second one. Yeah. You know, like, definitely definitely issues. I'm definitely not going as far to say, like, this is masterpiece material or anything. But I, I, I didn't hate it as much. And maybe I just wanted something different. Or I've learned that there can be something else to Star Wars than what I was thinking at the time there should be. So now, now you've got me thinking about this now. And I think. Look at us overthinking start. Look at like, yeah. what should I do first? I need a decision tree. Like, of course I've done this. Thinking about how we discussed the second movie. I think. Yeah. I think listening to our episodes might be. That sounds so weird to say. It's the same thing. Okay. For me, this mm -hmm. is the same thing as like saying you have fans and I think right. a lot of us struggle with that. Totally. You know what I mean? Like uh, if you're, if you're doing content creation, you're still kind of a smaller content creator or something like that. Saying yeah. you have fans just sounds so like, Oh, I have fans, you know, mm. it's not, you have listeners, mm -hmm. you have friends, you have the community, you have whatever. Right. And we, we find other ways to say it. And I don't know if that's a Canadian thing or like a, uh, humble nerd kind of, we don't 
want to be the braggy boastful kind of thing you know that, yeah. that we grew up hating um maybe it's a little bit of column a and column b and column for sure alphabet but Z, Z. Uh, yeah <laughs> Z. uh so for me that this is this is giving off those same vibes of like me for saying, sure like yeah listen to us that's kind of why i want that's kind of wanted why i wanted to ask you because i don't I, I didn't think that you had really thought of uh, no what you create as potentially like a companion kind of piece of mm-hmm. entertainment or something that goes along with something else which which i love it's almost like a watch along kind of thing and that's why i think like spoiler casts are particularly fun to listen to if you manage to like beat a game you're like okay who's who else is talking about this thing and that was the last of us for me like on ps3 i remember beating that game and i don't even know if it's happened since or beforehand this is like such a moment where i, I beat the game and i'm like I have got to consume something about this. I want to talk to somebody about this. Like who's, who's talking. And I was actively seeking out like spoiler casts and whatever. And that was like right in the heyday of podcast beyond and things mm-hmm. like that. And yeah, the, the notion of full on spoilers or some sort of companion conversation with something that you get really deep into. Like there's, as I'm saying this, we have how many podcasts in carpool gaming and we don't really have this. Like what, like, what are we doing? man? like, <laughs> Shut it all down, burn it to the ground. We're starting it back up again. We're all just like consuming stuff, spoiling the crap out of it because right. that's that's so right. fun. You guys do so much; it's wild. It's it's too much. It's weird. It's <laughs> like wild. we are max, dude. It's 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 enough. It's, it's amazing. It's enough slices. Yeah, it's, no, it's amazing. I love it, and it's uh, it's so varied. You always find the right people for the right things and and it, it just everyone seems to just love and click what they're doing and how they're doing it, it's just, you guys are just such a, a wildly don't amazing like example of of how well, to do this this network thing and, and I'm, I'm cutting off the compliments i'm cut i'm cutting them off my my I, I will and to be honest with you like i have like as as well first thank you that was very rude of me to to do um but one of the things that I honestly struggled with and, you know, you and I have known each other for a long time. So it's like, well, we, I'd love to catch up in this way. But like, yeah, there's Ryan Court and and Cato. And then we've got Matt and Garrett on all the shows. But it's like, I still feel like and that's awesome. I'm really like happy with that. I'm not I'm not that's I'm like going I'm going to leave that. I'm going to step over here to say. I still want to have like more people involved. Like the fact that like you and I don't do a thing, like mm. how did this happen? Like that and Todd and, and I mean, Babbitt and I kind of do something on for the Patreon as well, but like, there's so many people like Jason Lacey and I have been like this close to starting a podcast for like two and a half years, man. And so it's, it, it, it really is centers on just hanging out with the most amazing people on the planet. Mm. Honestly, like it's just such a, amazing experience that we get to have this i i never would have been seeking it out five six however many years ago this has been seven gosh it's actually been more than six years um would have been the last thing i would have told you that i wanted Mm. was like a bunch of people from up around the planet to i don't know keep tabs with or it like back then it would have sounded like an obligation it would have sounded like work and Mm. it's like totally the opposite and now you can't get enough and that when i think about like having an open mind for things i think about this journey big time Mm -hmm. but yeah like we do a lot and somewhere in my stupid sick brain it's like well how is mark 
not here too? And how is this person not here too? Like, what that, the heck? Do, but, do, do you think that's a, a you thing or do you think that's a taking Bobby influence thing? I think both. And I think that's why Bobby and I got along so well. I actually, well, to a certain, yeah, Bobby really, Bobby did it. I don't know. Bobby still wanted to do his thing big mm-hmm. time. Bobby, Bobby definitely, but he also recognized um, how much fun collaboration was, how important it was, how also, and probably even on top of all those things, like the importance of encouraging other people for whatever reason, never seemed like he ever wanted anything back for it. But that's definitely something that I, I recognize. I see somebody like Kevin Ainsworth over at um, Project X Talk and Andros and Micah at Nintendo Pals. And I would I just can't imagine, like, I would love to see, like, Bobby get a, a hint of those guys and just give them a little, like, pat on the butt and just mm-hmm. go, like, like, on the back and, like, just have at it, guys. Because he, he sees potential. And, like, that's something that I... That's something maybe I'm trying to to do, but I, I think it comes naturally. I don't feel like I'm going out of my way to do it, but it's nice and it's fun to do that. Mm. But yeah, Bobby still was was still very um was still very Bobby. You know, oh, him yeah. and I used to even even in the make us better days when Bobby stepped away mm-hmm. and I kind of did a thing with like you and yeah. everybody else. Like you know, there's a whole bunch of people there. And Bobby and I would have conversations like, yeah, absolutely not. Like right. So we definitely differed on that front. And to a certain extent, I think he was right on that. Like it's, it's hard. I had this utopian vision of everybody gets together and it's all perfect, but like, we're all very creative and Mm -hmm. we all have things that we want to do and we all have a way that we want to do it. And that can get complicated and complex. So yeah, sadly, yeah. Specifically with, with make us better. It's, it's so funny, like thinking back on that now, and like the vision and like, I, I got that, you know what I mean? And like, I still, I still feel that with, with stuff. And I still, in the same way, like I still feel and see like, Oh, you know, these guys have a network over here. These guys have a network over here. Like, you know, build that out kind of thing. And it's, it's, um, it's, it's interesting to, to think about that now a little bit, you know, removed from mm-hmm. it and, seeing everyone kind of like go off in their own direction. I don't think anyone's worse off, you know, for how things happened and how things went down. Like some things happened that, you know, like the warp whistle's gone away. Like my, that was my brother and that happened kind of in the Mm -hmm. middle of make us better, which I I don't think helped anything at all. Um, But it's, it's, it's so like the vision was there kind of thing. Like I, I still understand that and I still kind of like, every once in a while I'll like, I'll see something that like Todd and Charlie and I are doing. And I'll be like, but maybe we could do this. And I really like have to rein it back in because like, that's, it's, it's such a, a big crazy kind of thing. But like, you're, you're right on like there, there's so much more to it than just being like, Hey, do you want to work together? Hey, do you want to work together? Cool. Totally. Like there's so I, much. I look at that. I, I do look at that as I don't think carpool gaming would be what it is without, make us better kind of falling apart in the way that it did Mm. because i i think that like i i think about me and like either things i said or what i did or whatever like how i handled any of it and i don't know that there was anything ever malicious ever like but i i do think there's much more i think there's more strategy now i think Mm -hmm. there's a little bit more foresight now and i think before it was just like yeah like you guys do your thing and we'll do our thing and everybody like that should be fine and when we just stuffed more and more 
together. It just it didn't really work out. And so this time it seems like I'm I'm definitely adjusting. And these are the things it's hard to really understand. You just want to know it when you do it the first time. Like, wouldn't that be nice? Like, wouldn't it just be good to like just not ever like have to crash and burn? You just like because because in hindsight, it's so obvious. But when you're mm. in it, it's couldn't be further from. I I even think with with hindsight, like I so I just watched uh, everything everywhere all at once last night. Uh, speaking about like spending time on on media and stuff, that was a that was a weird choice. So it was a long weird movie. If you haven't seen it, it deals with multiversal stuff and uh and and minute choices basically creating alternate universes oh, yeah. and, and and how some universes can be like the weirdest uh, coolest thing and, and then some can be just a, t- a tiny tiny bit off from what happened and uh and i i don't i don't know if if hindsight could really help that you know like mm. it, for, for the make us better stuff because again there was just little tiny butterfly wing flaps that that whether it was my brother going through a terrible breakup and basically leaving the warp whistle for me to just be like what the fuck do Mm -hmm. i do with this now or like kind of you know just just different personalities or or slightly mildly different decisions from mm-hmm. different teams or uh you know uh, the a wrongly interpreted sentence here or there like i don't think there was like you said there was nothing malicious but and i i also don't know if like i think there's a universe where it, it exists that yeah. makes better worked and it was just tiny little things in this specific universe that it just didn't this time. But like, yeah. every, I think everyone involved went and learned something and took something positive from it that it did end up making us better. So like, I think that was mission accomplished. Yeah. That honestly, <laughs> I'm glad that you said that sort of unprompted, I think like, cause that was my kind of debrief to myself over the whole thing was I really do think that everybody has at least a thing to take away from this. And as a, you know, as whatever I was in it, I was like, what else could I really hope for in the end? Mm -hmm. And the other sort of piece that I think about in in terms of like almost like inexperience at the time was, I don't know that we really even thought enough about the different types of podcasts or word in order to better integrate, right? Like we just kind of, you and I just talked like, you can do a Star Wars episode on lightsabers, like there's there's multiple we could have had multiple nintendo shows we mm-hmm. could have had like your your typical like you do the news you could have had if we ran nintendo you could have had a bunch of other stuff and even with carpool gaming i'm kind of thinking that even at the same time like are there other versions of different shows that we could bring other people on like this is me just literally spouting off the top of my head ryan and court and kato are just like what is he <laughs> on about now but yeah. that's the one thing you can count on me and probably you as well, Mark. Like you're just you're you have you have a an idle moment just for a second. You mm-hmm. get going, your 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 mind goes somewhere. And you're like, if Charlie and Todd are listening to this right now, they know a conversation from maybe a week ago that I yeah. pitched something insane, and they were just like, they they said some of the words you just said, the same kind of things of like, nah, 
too much overlap or like too much of this or like, no, that's too similar to what we're doing already. And it was like, well, okay, cool. I just spitballed something because I was literally totally. bored. 30 seconds and that's yeah. how my brain works uh, <laughs> and now my it. calendar yeah but then you then you put it out there and you're like and yeah. now you're doing the thing that's it. yeah yeah i mean yeah i i it is funny to think it's fun to think about that the multiverse kind of thing like in mm-hmm. in some world there's yeah nintendo nostalgia guys are are right there and warp whistle like i mean we kind of did have like you could still come and and do a bunch of nintendo stuff but mm-hmm. yeah that's it's a that was a i mean it's actually so long ago mm-hmm. and I, i'm trying to remember if that was yeah i actually would have had lincoln in the car talking to you guys on like a discord call or something like that and i think i had lincoln like as a baby just like in the back seat so you know yeah. i probably wasn't even at my best um certainly you know the the xbox drive with luke i think came to an end um when ellie was like eight months old or something mm-hmm. like that so yeah they're like if you ever need how did kids kind of impact me? Just like look at podcasting world. I I ended We the Gamer Cast for the first time just as Ellie was being born, either a couple weeks before mm-hmm. or after something like that. Like, and there, like yeah. there's there's so much in like in the past stuff and and not even necessarily connected to to make us better that uh like i just did a video for the snack network network uh with, dude with you beat me to it oh i know i and, love it uh, i picked up the other two bars i'm gonna do that this weekend oh, um, that's so good but like you know there, there was that like the whole like day space kind of thing uh yeah and, man and i think from that like there were there were a few of us on there that felt certain ways about that. And, uh, for me after all of these things, because again, of how my brain works, I always think like, could I have done differently? And now everyone hates me. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know, like how long are they going to hate me or can I talk to these people again? And they probably, they're probably thinking the same thing or not even thinking totally. that at all. And it's all in my head, but that's just how I work and it's anxiety. And that's why I have no nails since I was like four. Um, you bite your nails? Get right yeah, up in there. I'm, yeah. I'm a, a very anxious, uh, introverted person, despite me doing several podcasts and all. Yeah, this same. Time. I know. Uh, I am. I am a very uh, scared and and shy little boy on the inside. Uh, you just need myself. gigantic headphones and a microphone and a, and a webcam. Yep. That's it. That is it. And uh, and so so any anytime something something remotely small goes goes awry, uh, I'm I'm you know part of me is like beating myself up and then part of me uh forces that other part to be like stop stop worrying about Mm -hmm. this and like if 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 you know people are holding some grudges hopefully they'll get over it and hopefully we'll all learn from that like i just said you know totally uh i think you know everything everything kind of happens for that reason kind of thing and and we can move on And, and i'm so hyped to be like working with Dave again and like, yeah, man, network and, and like texting just like randomly yes, same. talking to him and, and just being like, yo dude, I'm, I'm super excited. Like, what else can we do? Like, you know, can I get like a bag of chips or something? Like what, what else can I do now? Like just poutine and ketchup chips, man. Like, let's go. <laughs> We're just like the Canadian arm of, um, dude, you could actually call it that. Like the, the Canada arm of snack network, but it's, there's a space, yeah. there's a space kind of thing that, you know, the Canada yeah. arm, the Canada arm. Yeah, man. And, and he, uh, I love that. That's awesome. I don't know. Like, just uh, like, let me just tell you guys the reference I am making is the space thing. Yeah. Anyway, I love it. Uh, I love it. There's been so much exciting stuff going on in space. We'll talk for another Dude, three it, hours. Uh, if you go I know. <laughs> <laughs> this James Webb telescope is just hanging out in space, man. They're just like, and 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 you go, you keep going, and park, and you're yeah. just gonna float in that little spot that doesn't go towards the sun or 
back towards Earth. So You're just going to hang out. So cool. Those those images are freaking gravity. Oh my Absolutely. gosh. Going back to that word. One of the things I am you just touched on, and um, I don't want to keep you until you have to leave for the cottage. Yeah. Um, but one of my favorite things, Dave and I used to do the. Um, we used to do the Xbox drive together, of course, when we launched it. And I don't even know where it even came from. I don't remember if he did it first with me or with Johnny Casino or whoever it was. Um, but he always he always says, hi, Sean. Or, oh, you know what it was? It was him. Whenever he would get spicy or salty about something, he'd say like, hi, Microsoft. And then he would kind of just talk at Microsoft about something he was upset about. So mm-hmm. that was always one of my favorite things about Dave. He always had like this really and he still does. Like he has this like particular way of saying like, Hi, Sean. Yeah. And that's we that's how we text each other. Hi, Sean. Hi, Dave. Like that's I love that. It's so I don't know. Like these are the things that we have with our friends. Like we have like these little weird things, and it just it, I can't help but it's such a dumb thing. And yeah. I can't help but smile thinking about it. And the fact that Dave and I talk to each other like as often as we do now is the greatest. And Luke and I were just chatting the other day, and like all these things, you know, it's the best. The mm-hmm. fact that things can come around and yeah. That's awesome. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. And it, like thinking about, okay, so all that kind of stuff aside, like I know you're, you're very similar in age to me. I'm 30, 37. You're like the 37. same. 37. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So yep. Like birthdays at the end of the month. Thinking about that, like what, what, what we just talked about and all that we just said and like how we grew up of like, don't talk to strangers. Don't talk to people. And totally internet, don't do this. Don't do that. Like just, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like, holy crap, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, dude. The, the, the thing that it, there's relationships better than like some family in like, some cases, it is better than, um, you know, people I've known since, since forever. Like, yeah, man, like there's people, there's people who I've met on the internet who, if like I had gotten married, now like people would be at my wedding party they'd be there like it would just be a completely different story man mm-hmm. that's that is so true and it was early early days we the gamer cast when i first had um lee navarro on and at the end I, mm, it might have been i might have been on his show actually first on uh, phoenix overdrive and at the end he's like you know if you're ever in upstate new york like come by extra life i'm like I'm not supposed to, I'm not even supposed to be talking to you right now. Like, let alone like going to like your town or whatever. And yeah, fast forward a couple of years and mm-hmm. extra life. And the things that are crazy, they just end up, they just happen later on. And I don't know, man, you talked about gratitude and just staying positive and stuff. Like those are the things I've got in my back pocket. Like anytime there's like a rough day or whatever, it's like some pretty, pretty good stuff. We're yeah. pretty lucky for sure. It's Look amazing. at that. Yeah. Look at us. Yeah. It's great. I mean, it was bound to be positive, really. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I need to, you know, have you verbally confirm while the thing still says recording. You're coming back before the end of the summer. This five years business is <laughs> not happening. I'm breaking a bunch of rules. I'm sorry anybody else who wants to come on the show. You have to come back. I'm in. Um name good. it. I'll be there. How about not until one in the morning for you? And I'm so sorry about you know, that. No, we'll fine. we'll it's, do something it's, better. It's uh it's a Friday night into Saturday night. I'm good. Well, I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Do you want to, you talked a lot about the the content that you are creating. Do you want to let the people know where it is that they can find all the stuff where they can find you and all that, all the links I should put in the show notes? Absolutely. Yeah. So if you want to follow me specifically, it's the underscore Canardian pretty much everywhere, Twitter, 
uh, Twitch, even though I haven't done any live streaming. My wife and I were into it for a bit and we want to get back, but uh, eventually. Um, but yeah, uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok, wherever. Um, and if, if you want to follow the Seeker Friends stuff, so I'm on two shows there, Co-op Mode and, uh, and Holocron Chronicles, but we also have Code 47, which is a Star Trek show, and then Seeker Friends Unite, just general, uh, which is all just, you know, the rest of the, uh, the nerdy stuff with, uh, with Charlie and, and Todd. Uh, so it's all over on secretfriendsunite.com or at secretfriendsu on Twitter, and we're on all the podcast feeds and all that usual stuff. And... YouTube and we finally just crossed a hundred. Yes. We have like youtube.com slash secret friends unite. And uh, that's awesome. So uh, big focus it. on video and we're, we're, you know, making plans to do more video stuff and, uh, and, and try to find the time to do that. Cause that's, that's tough as well. Yeah. But, video uh, is easy. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, pretty you fast. Know, man, uh, it was so much fun doing the, the video for the snack network. And it got me like back into like, and I had a great conversation with Dave about that of like, one minute video is so hard to do, but like, it's such a fun challenge that I'd love mm-hmm. to start doing that again. And just like quick form video of like a concise thought just boiled down and condensed into such a, cause like we can talk for almost two hours and it's not that tough. It's, yeah. it's pretty great. And we, we flow, I think pretty easily just talking to one another cause there's no time limit on it. But if you, if we had to condense some of the more important thoughts into like even five minutes of this conversation, like that's tough. That takes some planning and some thought and some, some foresight of what you're going to say and how you're going to say it. And it's a, it's a fun experiment. Well, you, uh, you just backed yourself up into a corner here, Mark. I know. You have one minute. Let's, let's close things up with like a minute. Let's do it. Let's, let's create our, our one minute like version of we, the gamer cast for this league. Like, why do you even do that? Like, it's like a, it's like a soundbite kind of I, thing. I really, yeah, I think that would be at this point, that would be a soundbite, but that, uh, maybe next time I'll come on, we'll do like a minute pitch or something like that. Or Okay. Uh, how about, how about that? We'll end with this. And I, I'm, I'm looking at the clock here. We've got one minute to go. Tell me why you have, um, Boba Fett's head on a, on just a counter, just like as if it, you didn't just decapitate him. Oh, that's, that's not Boba Fett's head. That's the Mandalorian helmet. That is uh Din Djarin's helmet know. right behind me, uh, on my shelf. And I got that because the Mandalorian is, I think some of the best Star Wars in a long time. And it came upon at a, it came out at a perfect time of me becoming a father. So every time I watch that show, I see this, this guy who was kind of like going through the universe and traveling a whole lot and then finally settled down with this, uh, this amazing little child and, and just found out who he was. And uh, every time I see Din and Grogu, I think of myself and my son and uh, we're just going through this universe and just trying to find uh, all the good stuff. So that's that's why nailed I it. You nailed it. And it shows what I know. It shows that I need to watch The Mandalorian, actually. Catch up. Because all I can think about is, is, him, is or actually it was Django who got, who got his head cut off. And then yeah. Boba Fett is actually like holding his, is he holding his head helmet. inside that helmet? No, no the, hel- the head uh The head's gone? Out. The head came out. Okay. So they... They went, and I think there's a shadow or something that you can see if you go frame by frame, but uh, he, uh, Mace Windu cuts the head off and the, the yeah. helmet goes one way and the head kind of flops. Uh, so okay. he picks up, uh, you know, Boba Fett picks up the helmet, young Boba Fett picks up yeah. the helmet, looks at it. And the, yeah, every, everyone's that. kind of expecting the head to fall off, but the head already, <laughs> the head's <laughs> over, over off, uh, off screen somewhere. You should put the head in a box and send it to Brad Pitt. Um, Mark Carabin. I'm so happy that we got to hang out tonight, man. I'll see you 
over Skype or whatever the hell this is um, before the end of the summer. I hope you have an awesome weekend, man. And thanks for staying up late for me tonight, dude. Anytime, literally anytime. Thank you so much. This was, this was fantastic. There's so many great little tidbits in that conversation with Mark and especially having had the weekend I've had since talking to him, I need to take some of those lessons to heart, man, and really reflect on them because I'm not going to lie to you guys. When I get sick like this and my body breaks down, like everything, everything is breaking down with me and I need to really take this conversation and be grateful for it. We're great timing, man, but... Man, I get so frustrated with myself when I can't do what I'm setting out to do. <sighs> There's like a lot to, oh man, what a what a brutal weekend. I'm sorry, I'm just kind of like dumping it on you guys here, but I feel like I'm letting so many people down when I can't do this stuff. And I'm just so grateful you guys are still here, still supporting, still with us. Um, I'm so far behind on like the Pants Podcast, it's ridiculous. And yeah, sometimes feeling like I've bitten off more than I can chew, but we're going to deal with it. I'm so grateful to Mark for his positivity this week, man. And I'm, I don't mean to dump on you guys. I hopefully like there, the show actually had a lot more of, of me doing this actually. And I always feel bad about it, especially when I'm at my worst. I always feel bad, but I think that I just sort of needed to express that a little bit. I basically just been in my room for the last 24 hours and just like, not not a good spot, but it will pass. And I'm thankful you guys are here. And one of the ways that we're going to lighten things up here a little bit is Josh Stapleton. You guys know Josh Stapleton. Wonderful friend. Has been supplying great clips of Bobby Paul's the Nintendo Guru, who is the, the person who actually introduced me to Mark Carabin and would just say the most amazing and positive things about Mark. When he would, when he would say, oh, Sean, you got to meet Mark. Like, he's just... He thought the world of Mark. And so Josh has been sending clips of Bobby and I've been going through them just sequentially. I haven't been picking and choosing just like whatever was first. I went with that one first. And the one that is for this episode, I haven't done any special choosing, nothing. The one that just lined up is Bobby and Mark on an episode of the Ink Strike podcast that was their Splatoon podcast. So if that isn't cosmic, that's just a a sign from somewhere that everything's going to be okay. Thank you, Josh, for sending me all of these clips. Thanks to Mark. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and I will see you guys next week. Okay, bye-bye. Like, everybody caught up to me. Mm. Um, Because before it was, it didn't matter who you were. I could always advance ahead. Um, But it feels like the competition's much stiffer in this one. And I don't know whether that's just because the people we're hanging out with now are just that good or I just got that bad or <laughs> I haven't found the proper weapon calibration yet. Like, let I, me, let me say one thing here. Mm-hmm. I've played a few matches with you and I've played a few matches against you. Mm-hmm. You have not gotten bad. Okay. I think everyone else has gotten good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel a little better. I yeah. makes me feel a little better. I think the, the competition's a little stiffer this time around. <laughs> I think that's the thing. It, it definitely feels like everybody has really stepped it up in terms mm-hmm. of their skill levels. Um, but for me, I'm I'm loving it, man. It's just just more. But I gotta say, man, like like you were saying, the community. The community is 
insane. Like mm-hmm. I, like like you said, the rooms are full, and I'm just so when I play when I'm streaming, I have my friend code up so people can jump in and all that stuff anytime they want to play, and then like I'll just jump into a room, and the next match, the room is almost full with all my friends. Or people that are on my friends list, put it that way. Um, And then I'm getting new people coming in and and they're sitting in the chat while we're there. And they're like, hey, I just added you. And I'm like, okay, give me a minute. I'm going to jump out. I'm going to try to add. Which that's a little, that's a lot more fluid than the Wii U. Oh, yeah. Um, You can get disconnected, but Mm -hmm. it's a 50-50 shot. I've gone out, added people, come back in, and I'm still playing, and then I've done it, and I got disconnected. Which is Yeah, that's what happened to me yesterday. I got a new friend request while I was playing. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, let's let's see if, you know, this, uh, or maybe two days ago or something yeah. like that, but anyway, yeah, that, that's what it was. It was like, okay, let's let's add this person. I could yeah. see, uh, you know, obviously it was someone from the, uh, the Super Indie Podcast mm-hmm. LFG group. Um, so I jumped out and I was like, okay, yeah, maybe someone new to play a match with. And I was like instantly kicked out, yeah. uh, when the I thing, went back in, but the, it was like, you know, the thing that I learned, just a tip that that's, that tends to work a little bit. So you, what you do is you click it, um, when you come out and you hit continue and then you mm-hmm. wait for the screen to pop up where you actually, where the name starts sliding in. That's yep. when you want to bounce out. It's, it okay. seems like if you do it then, by the time you come back, you're right there where you're coming up out of the, um, out of the. See, that's, zone. that's when I clicked it. I hit, uh, I hit continue. 